this is Terry Beatley, your host of What If We've Been Wrong? I'm shining light into some dark places so that beauty, goodness, and truth defeat the schemes of the enemy. It's true, people are perishing for lack of knowledge, and we're instructed to have nothing to do with the evil deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. That's what I do on What If We've Been Wrong? Rethink, explore, and uncover some hidden truths so that more people can experience an abundant life and the joy of being set free from the shackles that hold us in prison. Welcome to What If We've Been Wrong. Hey, it's Terry Beatley, and I'm so glad you can join me today for another show on What If We've Been Wrong, Shining Light in Dark Places. You know, my topic today is something I've been wanting to do for a really long time, begin to dig into the differences between the two political party platforms. They have never in the history of the United States been so uh, more diametrically opposed. You know, there have been times in the past when maybe certain issues ran somewhat parallel, but never have they been so diametrically opposed. You know, we have a tendency to to smack labels on ourselves. Well, I'm a Democrat, or I'm a Republican, or I'm an Independent. How about let's let's get away from the labels. You know, let's just call them. I don't know. Uh, diamonds and rubies, okay? The D's and the R's, diamonds and rubies. Uh, Let's get away from the labeling per se, and let's get back to understanding what do they stand for? Now, why is that so vitally important? Well, let me explain. Each political party platform uh, has a position on certain key issues, and some of those issues include human life, their position on whether or not the government should fund Planned Parenthood, um, how they look at judge appointments, religious liberty, this thing we call global warming or global cooling, uh, let's just call it climate change, uh, education and school choice. A few more topics are, what's the government's position on sex education of your children or grandchildren? What's the position on Obamacare, marriage, medical research, and then as well as foreign assistance? Now, again, I'm not going to be able to cover all those, but I've circled, at least in my opinion, the five or six that I am most passionate about. One of them, of course, is what everything hinges on, the life issue. Uh, But before I get into the life issue, though, let's get back to the, the, uh, the, the degree to which political party platforms matter. And just remember this statistic, 81%. And what does that mean? On average, on average, our elected officials, 81% of the time, will vote for bills that advance their political party platform, what they stand for, 81% of the time. So that's like one of the biggest indicators, 81% of the time. I mean, I'd roll the dice on that. Um, You know, we're not talking about, well, just like 40% of the time they advance bills that, you know, that turn into laws, you know, if they're, if they're, you know, voted on uh, in majority and the president signs. Um, So it's one thing if we're only talking about 40%, but this is a, on average, 81% of the time our elected officials vote for four bills that advance their political party platform. 
Now, if you're sitting there thinking, wow, wait a minute, I, I don't really know the difference in the political party platforms. That's why I want you to hold on. That's why I want you to listen to the show today. That's why when this thing turns into a podcast, I want you to go share it. It is imperative because they've never been more diametrically opposed. Now let's break down that statistic. And this was done by a survey back in 2016, an analysis. Um, The Republicans on average vote 89% of the time for bills that advance their political party platform. 89% of the time. Democrats vote 74% of the time. So when you average that out, it's 81%. And I've repeated that because I don't want you to forget it. 81%. So it doesn't matter. I mean, you can tune out. I mean, because it's going to get so gross, so disgusting, so full of anger and and, uh, uh, vitriol over the next year until this next presidential election. Um, uh, you know, when the results come in, and then even after that, uh, it, it's just going to get ugly. But the main thing you need to know is, well, let's learn the political party platform. And if you feel passionate about these issues, or, or at least begin to get a, a better fundamental understanding of what the issues are, and then do what I highly recommend, is, is not make secular decisions, secular decisions, because um, that just leads to a highway to hell. You know what? What does God say about these important issues, such as life? It's not a matter about Terry Beatley's opinion or your opinion. You know, God's the giver of life. What does God have to say about the gift of life, and and whether or not that gift should be protected? Um, what does God say about um, you know some of these other issues, such as? Um, let me just pick one out here. Um, even, you know, we, we could even apply that to education or school choice, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. So, so that's the beginning. Um, it, it's political party platforms, 81% of the time, um, the, our elected officials will vote for bills that may turn into laws that advance the political party platform. So let's start with the very first one, life. I'm president of Jose Initiative, which is a educational nonprofit organization. That's H O S E A, and we teach about the principles of American liberty. We actually hyper focus on the life issue because of the promise I made to the founder of the uh, whole abortion industry in America. He deeply, deeply regretted unleashing abortion onto this country. Um, that's a whole backstory to it. Uh, but, but I'm very passionate about this because America's been duped. We've been lied. And those lies work their way all the way up into the Supreme Court. And the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision is based on falsehoods and six erroneous assumptions. And sadly, it's undermined what the 14th Amendment says. You know, the, the second half of the 14th Amendment says, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection. Well, we know today that, that life begins at fertilization, at conception, Right? There's no argument to that. That's not a banana. It's not a piece of wood. It's not a non-entity. 
Uh, it's separate. It's unique. It has its own DNA. Uh, that's a new human being. And it's just that one spectrum of, um, you know, if you were to draw a linear line, you know, from conception, you know, fertilization, conception, all the way to natural death. I mean, it's like this linear line. So, you know, we go from that to eventually uh, embryo to a fetus, which means, by the way, young, young one, little one, uh, and, and then infant, and then so forth, all the way to, you know, the elderly. It's a, it's a linear progression. We don't go from embryo to an elderly person. It, it's all spectrums. It's all, um, it's, it's what part on the spectrum of life is, is somebody on, but it's all human life. And so I'm not going to get into the science and all that because first off, I think you already know it. It's already been proven. And, and it's, um, and it's, that's not argued. That's now accepted. So the Supreme Court, you know, made a decision, an erroneous decision that, whoops, we just did not know at that point in time whether or not life begins, you know, at the moment of fertilization. Okay. So, but what about the political party platform? Well, I'm going to read to you the difference, and then we're, I'm going to uh, flush this out in this first segment, and maybe even partially in the second one. Uh, the difference, the comparison of the Republican and the Democrat party platform. So, I'm going to start first, for no particular reason, with the Republican platform. It says, the Constitution's guarantee that no one can be deprived of life, liberty, or property deliberately echoes the Declaration of Independence's proclamation that all are endowed by their Creator with the inalienable right to life. That's inalienable. That word means God-given. So the Republican Party platform recognizes that life is a gift from God. It's not a gift from government. It's not a, a right that is passed on from government. It, that they're recognizing it as inalienable, a gift from God. Accordingly, we assert the sanctity of life and affirm that the unborn child has a fundamental right to life which cannot be infringed. We support a human life amendment to the Constitution and legislation to make clear that the 14th Amendment's protections apply to children before birth. These are children. These are not entities. They're not things. They're not non-humans. They are as humans as slaves were back in the 1800s till we finally recognize that, that, that black people, wait a minute, they're as human as white people. And so I just, I, I ask you to, 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 if you're mixed up on this issue, reconsider because it's human life. We're the human race. We're all equal. Doesn't matter the color of our skin. Doesn't matter the size. Doesn't matter where we are. You know, the size, location, environment, or how dependent we are on somebody. You know, just because the, the, the child in the womb for nine months is absolutely 100% dependent on his or her mother, that does not make that baby, that human being, that child less than human, right? Just like a black person, doesn't matter how much pigment you know, is in the skin. It doesn't make that person any less human than someone who has, it's, you know what I'm saying. It's just this, to me, it's so fundamental, but we've been 
you know, wrapped around the axle with these abortion politics that we can't even see the forest through the trees. Um, so many of us now. So not me, probably not you, but, but just help the people who don't understand this. So that's the Republican Party platform. They're making it very, very clear that all human life should be protected, and it's an inalienable right, the right to life, a God-given. Now, let's dig deep into this Democrat Party platform. It says, Democrats are committed to protecting and advancing reproductive health, rights, and justice. I'm going to pick those uh, four words apart here in just a minute. We believe unequivocally This is the Democrat Party platform. We believe unequivocally that every woman should have access to quality reproductive health care services, including safe and legal abortion, regardless of where she lives, how much money she makes, or how she is insured. We believe that reproductive health is core to women's, men's, and young people's health and well-being. We will continue to to oppose and seek to overturn federal and state laws and policies that impede a woman's access to abortion, including by repealing the Hyde Amendment. Oh my gosh. Okay. You know what? I I may do the whole show just on this one. (laughs) Okay, here we go. All right. So Democrats are committed to protecting and advancing reproductive health. Just understand, please, that those words, those are code words for abortion. Okay. That, that's a, that's all they mean by that. Reproductive health means they want abortion. And then, of course, they flush it out. They make it very, very clear. Um, code word for abortion. And then they talk about advancing rights and justice. Let me ask you this. Think about this. Contemplate this. Rights and justice. Half a million baby girls are ripped to shreds and thrown into the garbage every single year in America. Half a million baby girls. Can you please tell me where their rights were? Their right to life? These are little baby girls. And on average, this is not when, I mean, we know they're girls because this is happening, um, you know, after um, eight, nine, 10, 11 weeks in pregnancy, in development. Half a million baby girls. Where are there, where, where's the justice in that? Now let's just put them all together. You know, a million children a year on average. I mean, some years it's 900,000, some years it's higher. But in Amer- just, just in America. So where where's the justice in that? Where are their rights? I ask. All right, let's move farther down on their platform uh, on this life issue. So, uh, oh, that they believe all women should have access to quality reproductive health care services. Let's pick this one apart. You go out to any state who has been, like, like um, I, I know, in, um, well, it had been in Virginia, but other states who have done their homework, they've been um, checking up on these abortion mills. They look at, you know, are they following the law, you know, the cleanliness of the places, um, a whole host of things. They check to see if the medicines are outdated. And what we find over and over and over, over again, including Planned Parenthood facilities, over and over, there are countless violations inside these abortuaries, and let's call them out for what they are, when they're killing, you know, anywhere from, you know, 150 to, to whatever, 
200, 300 babies a day at some of these places, I'm sure, um, easily 150 babies a day at many of these. Um, it's, it's, th these are bloody places of death and it's all accounted for. You just have to go look at the state health departments and they've got the records. And sometimes, you know, I've seen one in one state and it was the violations are probably two inches thick of printed paper of the violations. It's disgusting. Um, so, so as far as being access to quality reproductive health care services, can we please get the facts straight? There, there are only, a, a, I think it's 665 Planned Parenthood facilities across America. There are 13,540 health clinics, okay, that can help women with their, um, with, uh, you know, with their women's um, health care services. And that doesn't include abortion, Okay, we don't we don't need these things called Planned Parenthood. Okay, um, safe and legal abortion. Well, let's pick that apart. Safe. Somebody dies in every single abortion. It's like there's no such thing as a safe abortion because a human being dies. Sometimes two people die. All right, but always one person dies. And that, boy, I'm only halfway through this uh, this uh, human life uh, part on the Democrat Party platform. And then lastly, repealing the Hyde Amendment. Do you all know what that means? If, if, if the Democrats got their way, they will repeal the Hyde Amendment, which means that they will take your tax money your hard-earned money, and they will apply that to killing babies, okay? Government fully sponsored, out in the open. It happens now, but it's doing, but they do it with basically fungible dollars. Uh, but, but that would be like, whoop, nope, we take your tax money and we will apply that to killing babies. Uh, and, you know, just free, many times it would be free government access to uh, abortion. Is that what you want? Or would you rather have uh, um, uh, uh, the direction of our c country with laws in place that honor the inalienable right to life? This is what I ask you to reconsider or to consider for the very first time. It's your news and entertainment network. News blogs, informative podcasts, entertaining videos, or listen to 24-7 Talk Radio on our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. We the people, AmericaOutloud.com is the voice of liberty and justice for all. Welcome to the new era in communications. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Hello, this is Lieutenant Randy Sutton, the host of Blue Lives Radio, the voice of American law enforcement. I am a 34-year police veteran. I am also the founder and CEO of an organization that stands behind injured and disabled law enforcement officers. It is called The Wounded Blue. Our website is thewoundedblue.org. We have produced a film. It is an important film. I urge you to watch it. 
The film details what happens when a police officer or law enforcement officer is shot or stabbed or beaten or disabled, seriously injured in the line of duty. Most people think they are taken care of medically and financially. The reality may be quite different. It is called The Wounded Blue, Service, Sacrifice, Betrayed. The film is available on Amazon, iTunes, and the Microsoft Store. Terry Beatley on What If We've Been Wrong, and today I'm talking about the comparison of the Republican and the Democrat Party platforms. You know, 81% of the time, our elected officials vote for bills which advance their political party platform. So at that kind of high percentage, 81% of the time, that's one of the best indicators of the direction that our country's going to be going, particularly if, if the president is of the same political party platform as the parties in, 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 uh, in power. So, so the, one of the best things to know is what's the difference in these political party platforms. So on the first segment, I covered the human life issue. I could have spoken about that probably for two hours, but I, I'm just trying to pick some of the key words apart. But now I want to go over to Planned Parenthood because this also ties in because the, the, um, the, the political party platforms have a position on whether or not the government, our tax money, should be funding this private organization. Now, I give hour and a half presentations on the history and the worldview of the founder of Planned Parenthood and how it grew into this institutionalized behemoth organization. There's not enough time to do that on this little segment, but let's let's read the two different segments here. Uh, the two different platforms. The Republican side, we oppose the use of public funds to perform or promote abortion or to fund organizations like Planned Parenthood so long as they provide or refer for elective abortions or sell fetal body parts. That means selling baby body parts rather than provide health care. Okay, and we'll dig into that in a second. Planned Parenthood on the Democrat Party platform says... Uh, or the Democrats say, we will continue to stand up for uh, Republican efforts to defund Planned Parenthood health centers, which provide critical health services to millions of women. All right, that's a lie, okay? That's a bald face lie. And this is what I mean. They're claiming that Planned Parenthood provides critical health services. What they're getting out there are, are is abortion. They're the number one abortion baby killing provider. Uh, let's see, just Planned Parenthood alone kills about 330,000 babies a year. 330,000 babies a year, okay? Uh, that is not a critical health care service, okay? They do not do mammograms, okay? They do a limited number of pap smears and all that. Is that a critical health care service? Absolutely. But they do not do mammograms. And their biggest, quote, service is killing babies. That is never a critical health care service. Let me make this very clear. Nobody, and this was this you know, verified, and you know, this was stated by the founder of NARAL Pro-Choice America, the number one doctor who advanced abortion onto America by 1979. He was putting in print that no woman 
ever has to have an abortion. Now consider that. What does that mean? No woman ever has to have an abortion? That's right. Now, she may need to have that baby taken out of her womb to save her life. But we, but, but, but what's never needed is to go into the womb and just rip the baby out, crush the skull, suck the brains out, pull the arms and legs off the baby. No, they go into the womb with the, with the intention of trying to save the baby's life, not to just rip the baby to shreds like it's a piece of garbage understand this difference and we all have to be able to articulate it to our friends and our neighbors particularly because people just they step right into this it's like oh my gosh no we I mean we have to keep abortion legal because you know what about the woman's health that's a lie that was constructed by the pro-abortion movement back in the late 60s and early 70s the woman's health the woman's health the father of the abortion industry who founded NARAL, who trained Planned Parenthood, he admitted that that was all propaganda, okay? And so you've got the Republican Party platform, you know, saying we oppose public funds to fund Planned Parenthood um, and these abortuaries. And then you've got the Democrat Party platform saying, no, no, they're calling out this as a critical health care service to millions of women. So let's go back to the whole Planned Parenthood issue. Planned Parenthood, basically, they operate off the worldview of human life is disposable. Okay, it's a very Marxist, secular humanist. It's really a blend. If I, I wish I had time to get into it. But Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, she absolutely despised Christianity. She hated the Catholic Church, and, and she hated capitalism. She loved socialism and promoted it. She hated the marriage bed. She hated the idea of monogamy. And so what we've done once she got this thing uh, funded, you know, she got her nonprofit status. I think that was back in the 1940s, I believe. So once she started getting government funding for decades now, we've been funding her religion, her worldview of promiscuity. Remember these keywords, three main things. These three things here, you understand Planned Parenthood and what's happened to our country. This is one of the main things why we've spiraled down. It's because billions, I think we're somewhere in, I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of about $10 billion has been government funded into Planned Parenthood to push her worldview, her worldview onto America, onto America's children, into the minority communities and everywhere else. Her worldview is this, spreading her gospel of promiscuity. Um, and she believed it. She practiced it. She even promoted it. And she even advised it you know, to her grandchildren. Uh, promiscuity. Um, number two, controlling births. And number three, eugenics. So she literally thought under the realm of eugenics that she could purify the race that she could take her worldview and apply uh, with strict um, technological advances, agricultural advances, and this realm of eugenics to, to weed out the people that she thought that she deemed less desirable and then increase the number of people who she believed had better stock. Now, she was also a very racist person, and in 1939, with the help of Dr. Clarence Gamble, and that's Gamble of like Procter and Gamble, he was one of the heirs of the whole Gamble fortune, so together, um, they orchestrated, if you will, 
what what they called the Negro Project, which is the, and it's still in existence today, they just don't call it the Negro Project, uh, but it, it, it was the most racist population control plan, I think, of all time, far exceeding, far exceeding what uh, uh, Hitler did and Stalin and, and all those. And so in 1939, they began to push sterilization and Margaret Sanger's idea of birth control into the poor, uh, into the poor neighborhoods. Well, you look back in 19, early 1900s, where were the vast number of poor neighborhoods? Well, they were in the black neighborhoods. And I'm not saying she only went after black Americans. That's not true. There were other sectors as well. But I, but you can bet your bottom dollar on this. She was not actively um, spending most of her time pushing birth control into the white wealthy market. But interestingly, it backfired on her. And the people who began contracepting the most were the upper white class people. It makes a fascinating uh, historical review, which is what we do at Jose Initiative. I'm all over the country uh, teaching these seminars about this in the in, in different markets. But anyway, so that's what we have. So we've got one political party platform that wants to take your hard-earned money and give it to the most racist organization of all time, Planned Parenthood, which kills 330,000 babies every year. And as opposed to the Republican Party platform that says, ah, no, thank you. We don't want to take your hard-earned money, Mr. and Mrs. American taxpayer, and give it to an organization that has been caught selling baby body parts for profit, and they're the biggest baby killer. Now, going back to that racist thing, the Democrat Party platform, the Democrat Party loves to pretend that they protect uh, that they best represent minorities. That's the biggest bunch of hogwash, I think, of all time. Uh, and this is why. Because they were the party, or they are the party, of the, uh, of the KKK. Okay, they were the party of slavery. Um, and now they've they morphed into the party of abortion and the party of Planned Parenthood. You know, the civil rights battle, the human rights battle, continues. And what, what I mean by that, because just if you look at the Negro Project and then once abortion became legal in 1973 in all states during all nine months of pregnancy, and then when you study where Planned Parenthood put the abor- abortion centers primarily in minority communities, when you do the math on it, um, when you look at the stats, about 36% of all abortions are on black children. Okay, but uh, uh, childbearing age black women only make up about three uh, to four percent of the population, but yet 36 percent disproportionately. I mean, so disproportionately. I mean, think it's uh, 36 percent of abortions are on black children, which means they're black mothers. And so when they're only three to four percent, of the population, childbearing age black women, and they represent more than one third of all abortions, that is not by accident, okay? Because you got to understand, I mean, black America was so opposed to abortion, even the Reverend Jesse Jackson, 
Okay, but when Reverend Jesse Jackson ran for the Democrat Party presidential nominee, and I'm forgetting what year that was, I think it was back in the 80s, um, he suddenly stopped identifying legalized abortion as black genocide, and he went along with the political party platform. Isn't this sad? And just for fun, Google my name, Terry Beatley, and, Je and Jesse Jackson, uh, 2016. I confronted him at the vice presidential debate in the spin room after the debate was over uh, in Farmville, Virginia. Google that, and it's absolutely hilarious. I was in the spin room. It was absolutely hilarious. I was in the spin room, and I turned around, and there's Jesse Jackson about, I don't know, maybe about 12, 15 feet away. And I didn't even think twice. I thought, oh my gosh, let me go ask Jesse Jackson why he switched sides on this abortion issue. So I walked up to him, tapped him on his shoulder, and he turned around. And he's a tall man, always very melancholy and very stoic looking. I mean, he'd make a great poker player. And I said, Reverend Jackson, my name's Terry Beatley. And I, I have a question for you, um, but first I just want to clarify something. I said, Reverend Jackson, years ago, you used to be, and publicly, against abortion. And I said, but now, and you, and, and you exposed it as black genocide. I mean, you were calling out Margaret Sanger and the whole thing. And I said, but in the last you know, few decades, you don't say anything about black genocide. And I'm out here trying to teach America about black genocide. What happened, Reverend Jackson? How come you don't do that anymore? And I just shut my trap and looked right up at him in his face. <laughs> and he looked down at me and I, I just applied that gift of silence. And he knew he had been, well, let's just call it out for what it is. You know, figurative speech, fig figuratively speaking, I had stripped that man buck naked. All right. He was standing there fully exposed, meaning his background, where he had done a 180 against children in the womb, against God's word, and he had sold out to this Democrat Party baby-killing platform. Call it out for what it is. And he looked down at me, and I don't know, it felt like it was 30 seconds of silence, but it wasn't. It was probably more like, whatever, five seconds, but we locked eyes. And he looked very sad. That's all I can say. And 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 he all he did was very quickly make up an excuse that oh 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 wait a minute I need to go get um, interviewed over here at this radio um, this radio segment. He said, but you stay here. I'll be back. I'll be back. And he literally walked away from me. So when you pull up that article on uh, LifeSite News, Terry Beatley, Jesse Jackson, read the thing. You will chuckle and laugh. But, but all I can say is when you're bold and you're loving with the truth, you, you can get a lot of truth out of your mouth and help people see um, that they're in a very dangerous position because we've, we've got to stand firm on God's gift of life and exposing Planned Parenthood for what it is, okay? Um, so there we go. So those are two big positions, human life. And then Planned Parenthood, human life in the first segment and carry over with Planned Parenthood in the second. Okay, the other thing is, let me just tie this in, education and school choice, because we're all talking about the same thing. And just to piggyback on that real quick, 
let's just look at climate change or what they used to call global warming or global cooling, but now they wrap it under climate change. Okay, the Republicans say we firmly believe environmental problems are best solved by giving incentives for human ingenuity and in the development of new technologies, not through top-down command and control regulations that stifle economic growth and cost thousands of jobs. We already saw that with what happened under Obama when he was funding all this green stuff. It was like being mandated by the government down. It doesn't work, people. That's what Russia does, and it blows up in their face. The Democrats' party platform says climate change, is an, climate change is an urgent threat and a defining challenge of our time. We believe America must be uh, running entirely on clean energy by mid-century. Bam, that's going to blow up in their face. But here's the big thing. This is how to expose them for, for, for what it really is. I mean, this the, the falsehood of this platform. If climate change, climate warming, global cooling, whatever they want to call it, just depending on the winds of the day. If it was really that urgent, uh, excuse me, you would be paying attention to the three, over 3,000 babies who are aborted every single day. That's urgent. That, my friends, is urgent. Not this thing that, oh my gosh, if we don't fix this in, in 50 or 100 or 150 or 1500 years, we're all going to burn up or we're going to freeze. Excuse me? We are ripping to shreds over 3,000 babies a day. Democrat Party platform, excuse me, that's urgent. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. As we say, let the silent voices be heard. Shadow Bannon, editing, censorship, blocking, and adherence to political correctness are seen as serious threats to our God-given right of free speech. Suppressing free speech, the very cornerstone of our society, is not in the best interest of our listeners, readers, and those who provide our content. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multinutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. I hope you're having as much fun as I am comparing the Republican versus the Democrat Party platforms. <laughs> and I've only gotten through three issues, human life, Planned Parenthood, and this thing called global warming, global cooling, or ah, I don't know what it's called. Let's just call it climate change. So those are three out of probably 10 or 11 different issues. So I'm already thinking, all right, this will be a, a, a two-part uh, review. So let's go to the next issue, which is education and or school choice. 
All right, let's read the Republican Party platform. It says, we support options for learning, including homeschooling, career and technical education, private or parochial, that means like church schools or private schools, magnet schools, charter schools, online learning, and early college high schools. We especially support the innovative financing mechanisms that make options, options available to all children, all children, not just the wealthy. I just added that in, okay? All children, education, savings accounts, vouchers, and tuition tax credits. The Democrat Party platform says Democrats are also committed to providing parents with high-quality public school options and expanding these options for low-income youth. We support great neighborhood public schools and high-quality public charter schools, and we will help them disseminate best practices to other school leaders and educators. Democrats oppose for-profit charter schools focused on making a profit off of public resources. All right. The Democrats say they're for expanding these options for low-income youth. That is a lie with a capital L-I and a capital E. Do your research. Just grind it down to your own state level. And you study every single effort that has been made for giving poor people in the inner city choices, expanding their choices um, from, you know, with, with vouchers, uh, education savings accounts, tuition tax, almost, almost every single time. It's the Democrats who are opposing school choice. You know, what really needs to happen is the whole federal department of education needs to be done away with and the education brought down to the most local level. This is where we can then reclaim education of our children. Because right now, and I've got a whole other show, it's out there, and I encourage you to listen to it. But it's about, you know, quite frankly, why kids ought to be pulled out of the public school system. But I know not everybody can do that. Not everybody will do that. But the main thing, though, is understand why this has become a monopoly. And it's become a monopoly because they, they, the people who want to take America down, who want to turn our children into little baby socialists, little baby communists by the time they graduate, uh, from high school, you know, who have a globalism, a one world government kind of um, mentality, and they're no longer patriotic. They no longer understand American history and the Christian Judeo foundation, the value system for what this country was founded upon and built upon. They want all that gone. Okay. And they've done a really, really good job, in quote marks, a good job of advancing their worldview. And I just want you to know, most of the public schools, their curriculum is based on this United Nations one world mentality, this globalism. They are teaching their children, our children, you know, so if you put your kids in government run schools, they're being taught to be globalists. All right. And the Democrat Party platform will advance that lock, stock, and barrel. The, um, the, 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 the National Teachers Association, that's basically an arm of the Democrat Party. Okay? Know it, understand it, accept it for what it is. Okay? Then you've got this other 
platform, the Republican Party platform, and they're all for options. You know, take it out of big government control and get it back down to the parent level. Okay, give the parents the choice. If you're a poor person in the inner city, why is it that in most cities, which by the way, are Democrat Party run, okay, almost every major city across this country, I don't know, maybe it's every single city, but at least the vast, vast, vast majority are Democrat Party controlled. And they're, they're, and then look at this, look at the quality, look at what's happening in the inner city. And, and in these poor schools, why is it that poor people are stuck for the most part? I mean, yes, yeah, some of them get their kids in a few of these other options, but the vast majority, their children are stuck. Why can't they go take their kids with a voucher or tax credit and go put their kids someplace else? Why is it only the wealthy? So nobody's going to flip this on me and say, Oh, it's just the wealthy Terry who get to put their kids in private school. Oh, no, no. No, the Republicans have beat their brains out over the years trying to get school choice passed in probably, I would venture to say, the vast majority of states across the nation, if not every state. And and so many times it's been hammered back. Um, so... It, now, Florida actually has a pretty good, you know, choice program. Uh, and But anyway, not to get in the particulars, but just study it. Go do your own research. You don't have to take my word for this. Do your own research. Okay, just take what I'm saying as, as, a, as just the beginning, just a seed for you to go begin to do your homework. So, so while, while the Democrat Party likes to splice and, and dice and, and, and chop us up into whites versus black, rich versus poor, um, Christians versus non-Christians, if you're, if you're homosexual versus non-homosexual, whatever the ways that they try to figure out to divide and conquer, you, you know, it's, it goes back to the political party platform and what you're seeing today. I mean, I've reviewed enough right now that you can see under the Democrat party platform, the control is with the government. And, and the first thing to look at is how do they look at life? If the government can mandate that you can be killed, it's like you, meaning, oh, you're six months old and in your mother's womb, sorry, you, you, you're not worthy of any kind of protection. They can then control anything. It's the best indicator. Now, lest I go astray here, let's now talk about, since we're talking about education, let's talk about sex education. Who in the world would have thought that the, the two political party platforms would actually need to have positions on sex education? Well, I give seminars on this and I can talk for two hours on the history, the decade by decade history of how this came to be. But we only have about five minutes. So here we go. The Republican Party platform says we renew our call for replacing, quote, family planning programs for teens with sexual risk avoidance education. All right, since we're talking about education, let's talk about the difference in the political party platforms on the issue of sex education. Let's start with the Democrat Party platform. They say, we recognize that quality, affordable, comprehensive health care, evidence-based sex education, and a full range of family planning services help reduce the number of unintended pregnancies. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm about to explode. 
Uh, then I'm in a second, I'm going to compare that to the Republican Party platform. But let's kind of go through these words. So they're calling quality, affordable, comprehensive health care. Did you know that under Obama, one of the first things that got axed was funding to abstinence education? That's right. You heard it. Under Obama, one of the first things that began to get axed was abstinence education-based programs. The best way for teenagers not to get pregnant is to not have sex. The best way for teenagers to have a bright, flourishing future is to get a high school education and to go out and at least get a job. Okay? But it's to abstain from sex. That is not what you get in the Democrat Party platform and where they get to advance their political party beliefs, which is to, I mean, it's lock, stock, and barrel about Planned Parenthood, which, by the way, if you want just, I think it's six minutes of just reassurance that what I've told you about Planned Parenthood is to watch the video, just Google it. I think it's been taken down off of YouTube, but go to the Lepanto Institute or just Google hooking kids on sex video and it'll pop up. Michael Hitchborn, Lepanto Institute, bravo to him. Michael, I ought to be interviewing you at some point. He does a six-minute video on, it's like little segment after segment after segment, proving absolutely in, I think, six minutes that Planned Parenthood is all about hooking our kids on sex. They're not about, they're not about teaching our kids abstinence. That's baloney. It's a big machine. It's a big money-making worldview machine. It's a religion, if you will, of sexual promiscuity, birth control, and eugenics. And they take your money to advance it with the Democrat Party platform undergirding it, ramming it down your throats. The Republican Party platform, we renew our call for replacing family planning programs because those words have been commandeered. That's i.e. abortion and sexual promiscuity indoctrination. They want to take that out, take it away, um, because these are all um, programs that advance promiscuity, and the Republican Party platform wants to replace it with um, risk, uh, you know, teaching kids abstinence, abstinence education. It's the only way. They're not supposed to be having sex. This isn't their right to go have sex, you know, I mean, yes, technically, is it, is it, I mean, they just go do it, but it, with parental guidance and all that, you understand what I mean. It's not like they've got some reproductive right, but did you know that in the vast majority of states, if you dig into your state law, I know I can basically quote it for you for Virginia, but many states are the same way, is in Virginia, once, once the child turns 14 years old, and this has all been pushed by Planned Parenthood and the pro-aborts and the, and the Democrat Party platform. On the state level in Virginia, when, when a child turns 14, they have the right, when you take your kid to the doctor, to kick you, the parent, out of the room. The doctor has to ask the child if the parent can stay in the room with the doctor and the child. Now, I don't know about you, but that makes my blood boil. It makes the pulse, I can hear the pulse in my ear beat. Actually, when I say that, it's I'm recollecting the pulse in my ear. I could hear it because that happened to me. When my daughter turned 14, we were just there for a sports physical. 
And the my and the Christian pediatrician said, Terry, you're not going to like this, but I by law have to ask your daughter this question. Can your mom stay in the room with us? And I, again, I thought I'd blow a gasket. So um, that's when I began looking into this again. I realized, oh my gosh, here I am. I felt so well-educated about all this stuff. And, and it was breathing down my back. Didn't even know it was going to bite me. So... Um, this is what the Republicans are against. These are your children, you know, your grandchildren. But if they're your children, you have the right to protect them. But the way now, thank you, Democrat Party platform, which undergirds Planned Parenthood, which rams their worldview down our throats and into law, institutionalizing promiscuity, birth control, and eugenics, and the loss of parental rights, we end up with no choice and our parental rights under the Democrat Party platform are eviscerated. That's right. You heard it right from Terry Beatley. Your parental rights are eviscerated under the Democrat Party platform. The Republican Party, now you may want that, okay? I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, you, you know, maybe that's what you want. Maybe by 14 years old, you're done. It, you know, government, take my child. You know, I really don't care if my child has sex out there, gets pregnant, gets STDs, which by the way, the, the way the Virginia law is written, which is representative, I believe, as most other states, the child does not, no, the child can withhold, the way the law is written, the child can ensure that you, the parent, cannot get the medical records about uh, anything having to do with the conversation between your child and the doctor regarding sex education or drugs or drug rehab. So the doctor made it clear to me after, you know, once we had this full discussion, she said, Terry, yeah, the way the law is written now, your child could be, your child could be pregnant, have a, have a terminal sexually transmitted disease. And by law, I cannot tell you, Terry. Now, how's that? So, that's what's happening. That's the difference in some of these issues between the political party platforms. So I've covered sex education. I've covered education and school choice, uh, global warming, global cooling, or climate change. I've covered their positions on Planned Parenthood. And I've covered the position on human life, the most basic, fundamental right, God's gift of life. And I say... America and America Out Loud listeners, we have big decisions to make going forward, but it begins with understanding that the direction of our country is guided by 81% of the time, you know, our elected officials will vote for bills that advance political party platforms. I don't care what Donald Trump is wearing or what Donald Trump even says. I don't care how many Democrats are running for political party uh, for, for, you know, for president. I don't care about any of this. I care about what those political parties stand for, because that's the best, best indicator of what's going to happen to your liberty, my liberty, and the future we're going to give our children. All right. So I appreciate you listening today. Let's stand firm, tell the truth, get the truth out there. Make sure you have the America Out Loud talk radio app on your phone. And I want you to go to Hosea Initiative. That's H-O-S-E-A. That's a book in the Bible, Hosea4U.org. That's our nonprofit organization that teaches, that teaches America. We're in many, many, many different states that teaches all about this 
this kind of information. Uh, particularly, we hyper-focus on the life issue. And I welcome, I welcome your questions. God bless you. And let's go out and save our country from the progressive Marxists who want to take our country down. God bless you.